hallelujah. We worship you today, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Miracles, signs, and wonders followed the early church. Praise God, hallelujah. And he's hungry to see them. Praise God, miracles, wonders, through the blood, through the power of only one, Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. God bless you this morning. I tell you, God is an awesome God. We're going to ask Brother Dupree to come right on. Hallelujah, our pastor. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know what worship does? Worship kind of gets us in the door of the presence of God. Hallelujah. And then the Word comes. The, word, the Bible says the Word will wash you. It'll wash you. Well, I had a shower, but I need to be washed in another way. Praise God with the Word. Praise God and let it penetrate into our life, into our hearts. And you know what the Word will do? It'll set you free. Praise God. The Bible says, He that the Son is set free. Come on, is what? Free indeed. God bless you, Brother Dupree. being here today. Our other Mike was sick. He's got a problems. So, appreciate you being here. You know, several years ago, they didn't want us to say what? Merry Christmas. We had an ex, you know. They wanted us to all say what? Happy Holidays. How many glad that's changed this year? How many glad you go into places now and they say what? Merry Christmas. I want you to know that God's in control and we're going to see greater things happen if we'll keep believing God and trusting God. So we're heading in the Christmas season. Appreciate the song this morning, the presence of the Lord, the good things of God. Amen. You know, about all we hear is what? Bad news. And how many of that pretty well what we feed on is what? Bad news. How many know that America is moving to the front? She's number one in the world today in oil production. She no longer has to depend on no oil if she wants to from any other country. And that's all because of the blessings of God. He's blessing us for the wonderful things of God. So the things of God, bless. What, what did Hong Kong do this week? Somebody shouted out, what did they do this week? What? They did what? I can't hear you. I can't hear you. Huh? Well... See, that's what I'm talking about. We're seeing the bad things. Well, what did they march in the streets and right, holding the American flag, all of them waving it and praising America? Listen, the influence of Christianity is coming back on this world, and it needs to come back abundantly. One of the leaders that Trump cut off conference not too long ago said he wasn't going to meet with them. He just got up and walked out. What did they do this week? They called him and said, would you come back to the table if we want to talk peace? 
I mean, believe that God can bring your life and turn your life around. The wonderful blessings of God. Don't look at the things that are going. Don't serve the things that are going. Serve the things that are coming. You can't do anything about what's going. Our life is going. But there's something greater coming to us. The wonderful blessings of God. I'm glad for this day. This day. I'd like to take your Bible, so they're going to put it up there. The first John and verse 29. Glory to God. Praise God. Praise God. Okay. The next day John seeth Jesus coming unto him and saying, Behold, the Lamb of God which does what? Take away the sins of the world. Behold, he said, the Lamb of God that take away the sins of the world. And then we read from Matthew 3 and 11. I indeed baptize you with water under repentance. But he that cometh after me is mightier than I, whose shoes I am not worthy to bear. He shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. And that's what John saw about Jesus Christ. We're going to title this this morning. We're going to give it a long title. Jesus shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost with fire. But first he does, he takes away the sins of the world. That's the first thing he does, is take away the sins of the world by his blood. Brother Don mentioned about the children of Israel put the blood on the doorpost. You ever seen the movie of Moses? How many have ever seen that movie Moses? What happened at the midnight hour? The death angel came. What was the death angel? Green, bluish smoke. And it traveled down the streets. It stopped and looked at the door. And he seen the blood. He just moved on down. And the Bible said they all had to eat the lamb. They had 40 years of life without sickness because they ate the lamb. I mean, look, we must eat the lamb today and feed on the lamb. He is our resource, and our sins are washed away by the blood of the lamb. That's what John saw about Jesus. He'll take away the sins of the world by the washing of the blood. And not only that, by his stripes we're what? Healed. We're going to deal on that this morning. Your sins have been forgiven, taken away. It didn't say you'd have to battle with sin. It said he did what with sin? What did he do with sin? He took away sin. He eliminated it from us by the blood of the Lamb. And when that blood is still applied to our hearts, when we become a Christian, sin has been taken away. And then he fills us with the baptism of his Spirit. And we have life eternal forever. Christians are never going to die. You're just going to move a new address. That's all that's going to happen. The wonderful blessings of God. Let me title this again. Like to again. Jesus shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost and fire. 
the Lamb will take away all the sins of the world. Who's going to do it? The Lamb. He's going to take away your sins forever. I'm glad for Jesus. I'm glad for this season we're entering into. It's such a wonderful rejoicing that we can have in Jesus Christ. 1 John 3 and 8 says, For this purpose the Son of God was manifested, that he might destroy the works of the devil. And the devil is the author of sin. He's the author of sickness. He brought all of that into the world. But when Jesus came into the world, he cleansed sin. When Jesus came into the world, he healed. He healed you. He healed your mind, healed your spirit, healed your body. He makes you happy and joyful in the Holy Ghost. It's joy unspeakable in what? Full of glory. And that's what he came for. Jesus Christ, 1 John 3 and 5, took away our sin. He took them away on the cross. He took away all the sins of the world. Then it says here, Jesus nailed our old man to the cross. To the cross. He nailed sin, sickness, and disease all to the cross. How many know that you're blessed to know that? seven billion people on this planet and we're so blessed to have Christ as our Savior and our Deliverer not only that we're so glad we ought to shout hallelujah that we know him if you want more of God start seeking his face and not his hand his hand means his blessings don't seek his blessings seek his face and when you seek his face he says, then my hand will be open to you. And whatever comes out of my hand, you can have. So we want to seek the face of Christ because he's the one that's cleansed us from all of our sins. And not only that, he's healed us of all of our what? Diseases. And I know we got a church full here and we got them everywhere that people have got sickness in your body. But Christ came to heal your body and to forgive your sins. People tell me when I talk to them about it, said, well, you can go to heaven sick. You sure can, but you can go to heaven well and a good healthy body and a good clean spirit alive unto God. That's a better life to live. He came to give us a life, abundant kind of life, and the blessings of God flowing in our lives. Amen. Jesus says, I am the way and I am the what? The truth. And you shall know the truth and what? When you know Jesus, he'll do what? The Apostle Paul said, I want to know him and the power of the resurrection. And not only that, in the fellowship of his serpent. When you get to know him. I mean, no, you can be around people and never what? Know them. But Christ wants us to know him. And when we get to know him, our life has made a, so much difference when we know him. Jesus told them clearly, 
in John 8 and 30 and 36 that I have come to make you free, free from sin. Cliff Wilson made a million, millions on the program. The devil did what? Listen, if you feel with the Spirit of God, your sins have been washed away, the devil can't make you what? He can't make you sin. For the blood of Jesus will wash you of all your sin. Not only that, he'll keep you. Like a man told me one time I was witness to him, he said, well, everybody ought to be just like me, get saved and forget it. Listen, you don't want to get saved and forget it. You're just now getting started in a new life when you get saved and get the Spirit of God in your life and the blessings of God in your life. So we're saved by Jesus Christ's blood. Only when sin is washed out of our hearts by the blood of Christ will we ever be free. We're never free until we've been washed in the blood of the Lamb. Though your sins is red like crimson, he sang the song, he'll make it white, that's scripture, he'll make it white is what? Let me ask you, what happened to your sin the day you became a Christian? The day you was baptized, what happened to your sin? He took them away and put them where? In the sea of what? Forgetfulness. The never to be remembered what? Corten Boones wrote, If God took your sins away and forgot them, why are you always fishing back for your sin? Because if you're a Christian, you have no what? No sin. You've been free. You've been washed by the blood of the Lamb. Not only that, we're healed by His stripe. John the Baptist said, The Lamb is coming right there to take away your sin. And not only that, He shall baptize you with what? The Holy Ghost and with fire. Matthew 8, 17 says, He took our infirmities and carried our disease. He was quoting Isaiah 53. He took our infirmities and carried our disease, and what did he do with them? He nailed them to the cross so we wouldn't have to bear them. He bore our sin and bore our what? Sickness. He nailed it to the cross. And whom the Lord has set free is what? Free indeed when you've been free. How many are glad you're free? Amen. Have freedom that we have today. Through the cleansing power of the blood of Christ, then Christ baptized with the Holy Ghost. Matthew refers to the considering the miraculous healing of the body as an emblem of healing not only the body, but healed your soul. How many are glad he healed your body and healed your soul? Amen. The good things of God. When Jesus had finished the cleansing, the temple, what happened? The Bible said miracles started being performed in the temple. When God came to cleanse our temple of our sins, miracles began to start happening in our lives. The blessings of God began to flow in our lives. Luke 13, 11 to 17. A woman which had a spirit of infirmity for eight years Jesus called her to him and while he was in the synagogue. And he said unto this woman, Thou art loose from thy infirmities. He laid his hands on her, 
and immediately. Dean, I really appreciate that prophecy you gave to Peg and I. I've been noticing it as I begin to read the four Gospels. How many times you've read in different translation? Immediately, suddenly, quickly, when the Lord began to heal and deliver and set the captives free, it happened suddenly, immediately, and quickly. I feel in my spirit early this morning. I'm not going to tell you what time I woke up and come to this church. Seemed like God began to impress on me. Start expecting something suddenly and immediately to happen in your life. Something suddenly going to happen. You ought to shout, something suddenly is going to happen in my life today. Immediately. And I want you to notice that she was the daughter of Abraham. She was a child of Israel, a child of God, but she was suffering an infirmity in her body. She was all bent over. David called it in Psalms, angel's food. Jesus told the woman that had the daughter was afflicted. He said, it's not right to give the children bread. How many believe that you have a total right to angel's food and God's bread in your life he said to them, this man of the synagogue became angry because he healed this woman on the Sabbath. And he said, you hypocrite, you. You take your donkey to drink and you take your ox to drink. And why should not this woman, which is a daughter of Abraham, how many believe if you're a child of God, it is your privilege, your right to be free from sin and be free from the sicknesses in your body. You have a God-given right to that authority that's in your life. That he proves it right here, that she was a daughter of Abraham. And then he tells them, well, if they, you say you the father, Abraham is your father, then do the works of Abraham did. So we're to do the works that God had sent us to do, to be free. You ought to shout, I'm free. I'm free. Oh, hallelujah. Jane Nichols, I guess it was a dream. I don't hear two good people sitting behind me. And you begin to sing. I mean, when you begin to sing and praise God, whether you feel like it or not, I want to encourage you, if you don't feel like it, get your little hands up and do what? And start doing what? Singing and praising God. And the first thing you know, you'll be a miraculous thing begin to take place in your life when you sing and praise and give thanks to God. He came. John says he came to do what? Take away what? The sins of the world. And not only that, to baptize you with the Holy Ghost and fire. That's what he came for. To set us free. To be free. To be free. The rulers of the synagogue complain. The Lamb of God taketh away what? The sins of the world. And not only that, he does what? He heals our body. He sets us free. Not only that, he keeps you free. He keeps you free. We ought to have more joy today than we had January the 1st of 19 of this year. We ought to be more joyful. 
we ought to be more spiritual. Well, the Bible said in Jesus' increase. If he's in our lives, what's he going to do? Increase. Ephesians 3.20 said he's able to do what? Abundantly, above, or more than what we can what? Imagine or think. How many has got a good imagination? Have a strong imagination. And believe the wonderful things of God. Amen. Jesus came to take away the sins of the world. He came to give life and to give abundant life. A life that's flowing out of rivers of living water flowing out of us. Praise God. Mark 9 and 7 said, A voice came out of the cloud saying, This is my beloved Son. Hear Him. It was the Mount Transfiguration. Peter, James, and John was there. Moses and Elijah came down and met with Jesus. They heard this voice from heaven to do what? This is my beloved Son. Do what? Hear Him. Hear Him. Praise God. I'm looking forward to the day that we will pour a concrete slab right out that door, the pad out there, and a helicopter will land there and bring the sick in here. Not to build this church, but build the kingdom of God. When they get healed and get delivered and get filled with the Spirit of God, they go back to their own country and tell what good things Jesus has done to them. The four Gospels are full of people came from afar and came from around the world to see Jesus. And Jesus told Pilate, said, I walked yesterday and I'm going to walk today. In other words, I did miracles yesterday and I'm going to do miracles today and I'm going to be doing miracles tomorrow. Jesus is all, he's the only high priest Every high priest in this book, their ministry ended when they died. But when Jesus died, his ministry did not end. His ministry is still alive today just as much as it ever was on this planet. He is still alive and still doing the same work that he did them through the apostles. Amen. I'm looking for buses to drive up out there and unload. Huh? Get healed, get delivered, get filled with the Spirit of God and get in that bus and go back where they come from. 4.5 million people went through the Browns Revival that lasted only two years. Revival normally only lasts two years and it fades away. Come on, let's say that's not going to happen to us. What the Spirit of God has put in my life is not going to fade away. What the Spirit of God has put in my life, I'm going to make sure it gets enriched and get better. God told Abraham, wherever your feet walk, I'm going to do what? What did he say? I'm going to give it to you. You notice in the Bible, it's always talking about land. He said, I'm going to give you the land. And where he walked, what did he see? Romans 3.23 said, all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. If he would have walked where God told him to walk, Israel would not be buying oil today. They wouldn't be buying oil today because where he walked, all he seen was what? Dust under his feet. He didn't see oil in the ground. We must see what God sees. Our eyes must see what the promise of God has promised us. A life, abundant life. We must not just see what the present world is. We ought to see what the world that God has promised us a land of more than enough of the blessings of God in our lives.
I'm looking for an ambulance to drive up out there. They have a case in there that they claim is hopeless. Dr. Yeoman got hooked on drugs because she worked so many hours, lost her license, lost out with God, but God restored her. Her parents died and left her and her sister a large sum of money. They bought what they call a healing house, turned it into a healing house. Only patients they would take, the ones that the doctors had said there's no hope. That's the only one they would take. Also, Alexander Dowie in his time, that's the only people they would take, the ones that doctors says they can't live. They took them into the healing house, same way as John Lake in the state of Washington there. It's recorded over 100,000 people was healed during his ministry while he was there because they had healing houses. I mean, know that God wants this place, your home, everywhere to be a healing house. If he did it for them, he'll do it for us. Amen? If he did it one time, he can do it again. The cases is so severe that can nobody help them, but Jesus can help them and set them free. I don't know about you, but when the world looked at me, they probably thought I was a hopeless case. And probably some of you. But Jesus came to do what? Take away what? The sins of the world. He came to heal us and deliver us. And what did Mary say? Do what he says. Do what he says. Hebrews 1, and verse 1 and 2. God at sundry times in divers manners spoke in the past to the fathers by the prophets. But in these last days he speaketh to us by his Son, whom he hath appointed heir of all things. So the Son is speaking to us that he'll take away what? Your sins. Not only that, he will do what? And Mary says, do what he says. The Father spoke from heaven on Jesus. That this is my beloved Son. Do what he says. Do what he says. Praise God. He's going to take away your sins. And not only that, he's going to do what? Fill you the Holy Ghost. And not only that, he's going to heal your what? Heal your body. That's the promise that we have from God. I am standing on the promises of God. I sort of get ashamed when I, the Lord gives me something like this, Peggy being so sick. This week has been a pretty bad week for her. She really didn't feel like coming today. She needs a miracle. I don't know about you, but I believe some of you needs a miracle in your life. You need something that no one else in this world can give you. Something only Jesus can give you. His blood and his stripes. He's come to make us free and to make us whole. And whom the Lord has set free is free what? Indeed. And suddenly, you read the four Gospels, and you'll find it many times when Jesus laid his hands on them, pray for them. King James says, immediately. Another translation says, a suddenly something happened. And I believe the prophecy that was given here not too long ago is telling us, start expecting something suddenly to happen in your life. Expect something to change. 
Because Christ is in the house. Christ is in the temple. Christ is in the synagogue. Well, this woman has been going, no doubt, for 18 years. But this day, Jesus showed up. Hallelujah. This day, Jesus showed up. You don't have to be in the synagogue or be in the house to get your sin washed away. There's some people sitting in here got the Holy Ghost at home. They got the Holy Ghost making, putting on their makeup. I mean, no, wherever you are, Christ is there to fill you with His Spirit and heal you of your body. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. This guy preached down at the old church when Brother Yoakum was there. His father preached down there. After then, he went to West Monroe. Started pastoring. The Spirit of God fell so strongly one day, he was telling me, they got so excited they had a victory march. They marked outside on the church parking lot with the marching and singing and shouting to God. And one woman fell down and broke a leg. And the bone jumped out of the flesh. He thought, my Lord, what are we going to do? If the newspaper gets hold of this, us out here marching, falling down and breaking a leg. And the Lord said, why don't you pray? He knelt down and laid his hands on there, and he said before his very eyes, suddenly them bones jumped back inside that flesh, jumped back inside. Listen, that's down here at West Monroe, Louisiana. If it can happen down here, it can happen here. If it's happening in somebody else's life, it can happen in our life because the same God is no respect of person. He came to take away sins of the world. He came to cleanse us and free us from all things that hinders us from the work of God and fill us with the Holy Ghost. That's what he came for. What he came for. Amen. Praise God. Sister Garrison and Brother Leo preached this man, Father of Revival, up in Arkansas. So it's good things of God. Luke 18 and 58. I mean, Luke 18 and 58. Because this widow's troubled me, I will avenge her because her continued coming she weary me she weary me Jesus said in verse 6 hear what the unjust judge said I'm going to set her free listen at verse next verse he said shall not God avenge his own elect which cry day and night unto him Though he bear long with them, speedily, speedily, suddenly, immediately. Even Paul encouraged us in 1 Timothy 5 and 5. The widow who is really in need puts her hope in God and continues to call on him day and night to pray, to ask God for help. The widow is the church. Paul said, I've espoused you to one husband. The church only has one husband, one leader, one guide, one owner, one chief physician, one counselor. His name is Jesus what? Christ that will take away your sins 
and filled you with the Holy Ghost. He said, I espoused you to one husband. So the widow here is the church. He is the father of what? The widows. The church. He is our father. Disciples asked Jesus to teach us to pray. He said, our father. He didn't say my father. He said, our father, which are in heaven. He put himself in the same category that we are. We have only one husband. We've only espoused to one leader, one guide, one chief physician, one deliverer. His name is who? Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Jesus Christ of Nazareth. You find that in 2 Corinthians chapter 11. Luke 18 and 7. Shall not God avenge you? Which cries to him day and night. Though he bears long, he will speedily, suddenly, immediately deliver you. I tell you the truth. He will avenge you, avenge you speedily. Speedily. Crying how often? Day and night. Isaiah says don't give him no rest. Isaiah says command him. Jeremiah says he will show you wonderful and mighty things which you do not know when you cry out unto him. Because he's your what? Father. And we only have one shepherd. That's Jesus Christ. God bless you for being here this morning. They're going to come and they're going to sing. You need prayer. We're going to pray for you this morning. We're going to expect something to happen. Something good. What does that song say? Something good what? As Oral Roberts, I think, song. Something good is going to what? Happen when? Today. And happen speedily in your life. Today you expect something happen. You want to say something? Let her come on up here. Praise God. Just come on up here where they can. Well, okay. Lord, you're not going to fall. I just wanted to say I had a pain in my neck and head for about four or five days this week. And he asked this morning, was it gone? Was that doing okay? And I said, well, it still hurts. And I'm going to church. I'm coming on anyway. And, you know, I thought about just staying there and laying in that bed. And I thought, no, I'm going to make that bed up and I'm going to go and I'm not getting back in it. And, you know, the pain is gone. <laughs> I thank God for it. But I made that bed up. I, I thought if I don't make that bed up, I'm not, I don't have any faith. So I made that bed up, and I'm not going to get in it. Thank you, Lord. Suddenly, suddenly, maybe you've been prayed for a lot of time. 1976, I think, uh, Leslie Hill Whitney was in. Lufkin at the camp meeting in 1976. Is that right? There was a guy there named Jimmy Jones. Not the one that killed all them people. But he was diagnosed with MS. And they told him, time you're 30 years old, you'll be in a wheelchair. Every service he went to, even on Wednesday night, he went to the altar and got prayed for. And nothing ever happened. Nothing ever happened. But one Wednesday night, when just a few there, he went to the altar. And they laid their hands on him again and prayed for him. What happened? Suddenly, what happened? Speedily, what happened? Immediately, what happened? He was healed. 
Listen, we must cry day and night. We must not grow weary in well-doing. Because we're not seeing it does not mean that God is not doing it. Faith says, I see it. Faith says, I claim it. Faith says, it's mine. God promised it, and I believe the promises of God. Hallelujah. Waymaker. Amen. I know she's feeling better, but she needs a healing in her body. She does not need a touch. She needs to be made whole. There's a difference being touched and being made whole. Whole means your whole mind and your whole body. Everything is whole, completely whole for the kingdom of God. Let's sing whatever they choose. You need prayer, we want you to come. We're going to pray for you. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Sister Martha Seagrove, she's doing well. She's finishing her first round of treatment. She's feeling good. We believe there's a miracle in that house. Amen. She's going back. There's going to be a miracle child. Brother Don Megason had stage four cancer. No hope. But God done what? What did he do to you, Brother Don? He healed him of stage four cancer. Listen, he's in the healing business. He takes away your sins. Hallelujah. He washes your soul in his blood and makes you white as snow. Hallelujah. Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Amen. Let's sing. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Glory to God. In the name of Jesus. 